your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast. I'm Richard Morn with you on this beautiful Monday. It's a move-in Monday today on Locked On Coyotes, move-in Monday Brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Well, welcome into the show today, everybody. Like I said last week, we're going to be kind of pushing it down to about three episodes a week instead of the usual five. So uh, it'll be a little bit more digestible for you guys. We've got a move-in Monday today. For those who aren't familiar with move-in Monday, it's a day where we basically catch up on what we missed over the weekend, what we might have missed even last week. Of course, last week we were pretty hot on the Mitchell Miller story. We actually did five podcasts about the Mitchell Miller story last week. So there is plenty for you to go back and listen to on the Locked Coyotes library, of course. But what did we miss? What did we miss from the Mitchell Miller story? The one thing I think I did want to mention about the Mitchell Miller story was this. And for all the talk that we had about, you know, what the Coyotes did wrong in this situation, what Mitchell Miller did wrong, obviously, in this situation, we neglected to really mention what it means for the Coyotes and their future prospects. Of course, that's not the most important part of the story. It's probably the least important part of the story. The most important part, of course, is the uh, really grotesque things that Mitchell Miller did, the grotesque things that he admitted to, and the uh, just bad way the Coyotes handled the situation all around, right? So, But I, I really neglected to mention this part of it, and that's that the Coyotes were already at such a dearth of draft picks heading into this draft. They spend their first one on this Mitchell Miller kid. And, of course, we went into everything about that already. But, essentially, they lost another pick, right? Like, they lost another pick. How crazy is that? Like, they lost another pick. It's it's insane. Like, we <laughs> we spent so long like talking about how awful this was for the Coyotes, how terrible they handled the situation, and of course how um, how how awful the things that Mitchell Miller did. And we went into all of that. All of that is still very much at the forefront of this issue. But you really look down, and you're like, oh my god, they lost another pick over this because they drafted the kid, and the court of public opinion was so against it that they had to um they had to relinquish the rights to the pick and they lost another pick like they don't get that pick back like the nhl is not going to be like oh hey you had to relinquish the rights here you go like no they don't get that pick back it's over they lost another pick they didn't have a pick this year until the fourth round and they had to relinquish that one too how insane is that really just think about that for a second just think about it for a second oh my goodness i mean how much a mess how much a mess are the Coyotes in right now trying to build their future? It is it is comical. It, it is comical. And I know if you're a Coyotes fan, you're probably not laughing about how dire their situation is in terms of draft picks. But it is comical how, uh, how bad it is right now. And they thought they could get away with this. They thought they could just sweep this under the rug, draft a kid whose value was above the fourth round because of the issues he had in his personal life. And so like, okay, we're going to get him. We're going to, you know, this is how we're going to kind of weasel this back in our direction. Nope. Story comes out. Court of public opinion is in and you're forced to forfeit that pick. So now instead of playing it safe, 
uh, on a kid that didn't have this kind of <laughs> this kind of horrible things in his past. Instead of playing it safe, you decided to roll the dice. And say, hey, you know, maybe we can get away with this. Nope. And now you end up even worse. If you could, you could have just picked a safe guy. You know, uh, just a, a Boy Scout, but nope, you went after Mitchell Miller. You tried to get away with it, and uh, the public lets you know that that just wasn't going to fly with them. So there you go. That is one thing about the Mitchell Miller story I did want to mention because, yeah, it is uh, it, it is bad. It, it is so bad right now for the Coyotes. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, they obviously have young kids coming up. We're going to talk about uh, Matthias Michelli um, later on in in the show, of course, uh, playing over in Liga on the same team as Barrett Hayton. Those two combined uh, for a nice little moment there. We'll talk about that. Uh, obviously, we have Jan Yannick. I mean, Victor Soderstrom, Barrett Hayton still could be you know something really great. So, look, I'm not saying that the the entire future is is bleak, but uh, you look at the lack of draft picks and and you look at that prospect pool and. It, it, it could be so much better. It could be so, so, so much better. And they don't have a whole lot of, uh, you know, a whole lot to work with next year as well. You know, of course, they had to give up that first-round pick as well. So, yeah, it's not good. Uh, we'll take our first break here on Lockdown Cardiz. We'll be right back. If you haven't heard by now, the improved built Bar is, guys, I don't even know what else to say. It is so good. Six new flavors on top of the 12 original flavors I'm all about. That cookies and cream, you guys know, 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, and 4 grams a piece of sugar and net carbs. It is healthy. It may be covered in chocolate, but it is 100% healthy as well. Soft and easy to chew. You can maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Low calorie, low sugar, and high protein and high fiber. You heard me just read the flavor profile of my cookies and cream. But for limited time only, a free cooler with purchase while supplies last. So you guys got to get on this right now. Go to BuiltBar.com. And you can use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you can get 20% off. That's 20% off your next order when you use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, we are back here on Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network on our move-in Monday. Of course, we're recapping all that we missed over the weekend uh, and what we even missed last week. Although, I will say, we were pretty thorough last week. And go back and listen to the five, count them, five podcasts we did about the Mitchell Miller story. But there was still stuff we missed, like... Uh, and there were still new developments to that story. Of course, you heard us on Thursday. We talked about how uh, the Coyotes renounced the draft rights to Mitchell Miller. So what is he going to do? Well, after we got off the air Thursday, the University of North Dakota also saying that Mitchell will not be part of their hockey team. So they did say that he could stay there uh, you know, and study academics at the University of North Dakota, but was not welcome on the hockey team. Of course, that really is the whole reason that he's there on his mission to become an NHL player, of course. Uh, so Mitchell making the decision over the weekend to reportedly sign in Russia with the KHL, with SKA. So <laughs> there you go. That's what's next for Mitchell Miller. Uh, unwelcome anywhere in North America, and he is going to Russia. Russia uh, apparently <laughs> willing to, and it shouldn't really surprise anybody, uh, willing to overlook uh, everything. I mean, of course, they signed Brendan Leipzig too, so it shouldn't really surprise you. Uh, but uh, yep, so that's where Mitchell Miller is going, trying to you know look. And, and I wish I wish the kid well. I hope that he atones for for his sins. I hope that he you know can uh, can can go through the process that he needs to go through and rehabilitate himself. And you know maybe he can have a hockey career. I don't know. I just know that it was absolutely the right move by the Coyotes. And like I said in Thursday's podcast, I commend the Coyotes for renouncing his draft rights. 
but I absolutely do not commend the Coyotes for everything they did before that. It was a, it was really a train wreck of a situation for them that they put themselves in and then doubled down on the situa- the terrible situation that they were in, made it even worse for themselves, and then ultimately um, were essentially forced to renounce his draft rights, and they did, uh, which was the right move. So good on the Coyotes for doing it, bad on the Coyotes for everything else. Um, and I sort of, we went into that pretty in-depth in previous episodes. But we're here on the move-in Monday, and yes, so Mitchell Miller going to Russia. How do we feel about this? How do you feel that Mitchell Miller is still playing hockey. He goes from college and just goes and signs a professional contract in the KHL. It's a pretty big deal. Um, you know, we'll see. Like, still a young kid. He's still 18 years old. So, I guess we'll see how he ends up playing against men. Of course, um, you know, he could end up playing in one of the lower leagues in Russia, too, if he uh, isn't able to to hack it at the KHL level. It's a hard league. It's a tough league to play in, uh, especially as a defenseman. Um, it's definitely, uh, definitely going to be a huge step of a competition for him just going straight from the, the USHL to, uh, to the KHL. So we'll see if, if they end up setting him down to one of the, um, one of the lower leagues, cause it'll be interesting to see if he can really pull his own weight in the KHL, not an easy league to play in by any means. So something worth watching there. Speaking of international play, of course, a lot of Coyotes players being being loaned overseas to, to play. Uh, I can think of, of, of quite a few really. Um, but the one thing I did want to mention was, of course, we talked about Barrett Hayton being uh, loaned to the same team as Coyotes prospect uh, Matias Michelli, and a very, very interesting uh, highlight there. So the two of them combining for a goal over the weekend, uh, turnover in the neutral zone, and Barrett Hayton dishes to Matias Michelli for his fifth goal of the season. Matias has just absolutely been on fire uh, since uh, you know, since coming over, we were expecting Matias, of course, uh, to play for the Tucson Roadrunners, but he's able to go back to his team in Finland um, and do what he needed to do there. Of course, a number of Coyotes, um, you know, heading overseas to get their work in, um, which you can expect, right? You can expect, uh, you know, that's that's kind of the way it needs to be. Uh, you have a lot of a lot of guys that just need work, right? Uh, Ilya Labushkin going to the KHL as, uh, as well, Locomotive, um, and he played with Locomotive until he signed with uh, the Coyotes. So Ilya Labushkin going back to his league, uh, Jan, Jan Yannick going to Finland as well, uh, Tier Two league uh, in Finland. So what you have here is, and, and Yannick's in an interesting situation too because he's rehabbing from a very major injury. So you have quite a few guys, mostly the European players, um, going overseas. Of course, Barrett Hayton, the exception there, uh, playing for for Ilf. So I uh, still don't know how to pronounce that, but um, so that was pretty cool to see. It was pretty cool to see Matias and 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 Barrett uh, combining for a nice, pretty goal there uh, in in Liga, which is a very tough league. So uh, interesting to see there. I think it probably gave Coyotes fans a, a, a little ray of hope in this in this dark, dark time about what might be to come. So we'll wrap up the show here right after this. All right, and we're back here on Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast. Now we're bringing you guys this move-in Monday. What did we miss? What did we miss over the weekend? What did the Coyotes do? What did Coyotes players do? Blah, blah, blah. Well, we had good stuff. I mean, obviously, we had uh, Halloween over the weekend. We had great uh, more than uh, 1,000 kids going to the Arizona Coyotes drive through trick-or-treat event, according to the team. Uh, Jacob Chickren was there. A cool thing the Coyotes did. Uh, very, very interesting thing, especially during these times, right, because it's so hard to safely 
trick-or-treat. So uh, a cool thing that the Coyotes did uh, with their drive through trick-or-treat event over the weekend, more than a 1,000 kids, they say, uh, showed up to safely celebrate Halloween. So pretty cool stuff there. Um, but, yeah, we were talking a little bit about Barrett Hayton and, and Matthias Michelli, Ilya Labushkin, Jan Yannick, all going overseas to keep their games fresh until NHL training camp starts. We're not really sure uh, exactly – you know, when that's going to happen, uh, exactly when the Coyotes are going to get back to um, get get back to, to playing at Gila River Arena. Not really sure, but you can see a lot of the, the European players going overseas to try and get some reps, and especially those young players who will uh, probably were ticketed to play in Tucson, right? So um, guys like Matias and guys like Jan Yannick, and, and I'm sure they'll come back for a training camp. And, you know, the AHL, will, will, you know, probably will be a little bit different you know, will, will there be an AHL season? You know, if there's not, they'll have to kind of have to find a home for for some of these guys. So, an interesting uh, interesting developments to 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 sort of monitor there. But at the end of the day, I think what you have here is is something to monitor. You know, there's there's Coyotes players playing hockey right now. You know, and I know you can't probably watch these games, but you know, I love to go through the uh, the box scores and see what the Coyotes prospects are doing. I would do that anyway. Uh, Alex Alex um, Alexander Darian, you know. Um, guys like that, Daniil Savinov. I like to kind of look through the box scores and see what these guys are doing overseas. Um, so that will be something to watch, uh, of course, over the next several weeks and and perhaps even months if things keep getting uh, postponed here. But um, getting back to the to the Mitchell Miller story, I think that that might be the most interesting thing to sort of watch here is is what happens with Mitchell Miller because he's going to be forever tied to the Coyotes because of the way the Coyotes handled the situation and sort of the 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 mess that they stepped in um, after the, the Republic story and the public statements that the organization made after the Arizona Republic story. That will always be remembered, at least by me. And I think it should be something that you guys remember too because it was something uh, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe – I could not believe the Coyotes' reaction – uh, when this story broke, uh, I could not believe their reaction to that. And obviously they ended up doing the right thing, uh, but much too late. And after taking just an incomprehensible turn where they essentially glorified themselves uh, for taking somebody who had admitted to bullying, abusing, taunting constantly uh, a, a black mentally disabled teenager, just incomprehensible that an organization would, would, would pretty much you know, do that in, in so many words. So um, anyway, we have a, a, a gluttony of podcasts uh, to go back on and you can read all of our, or read, I should, <laughs> you can listen to all of our thoughts on the Mitchell Miller situation. Of course, uh, that's going to wrap up what we have here on this move in Monday. So thank you guys so much for, for tuning in here and uh, we'll be back on Wednesday until then. We'll see you.